Well, my kids have grown, and uh, they've left the house, and it might be tempting to think, well, I can coast now. I'm an empty nester, and there's nothing left to do. But the truth is, there might be grandkids in my future, and the question I have to ask is, and then what will I do? How will I invest in them? I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Danny Huerta, who leads our parenting department. And Danny, uh, when we hit a certain age, there are choices we make. How often do you see people just kind of becoming, um, I don't know, self-serving and and saying, you know, I did my part, (laughs) I'm done now? You know, really with not the intention to reject grandkids, it's just some people get tired and they're just saying, oh, I worked so hard to get here. I just want to go have fun now. And I have seen it fairly frequently uh, in, in grandparents who just really think they've invested well, they've done their job, they've, uh, they're pursuing, they're giving space to their kids and their grandkids, and they don't, they don't know that really it's, uh, this is an opportunity, a wonderful opportunity to be able to invest in their kids' lives and to give them a lot of truth about who they are and then just enjoy times with them. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited if somebody's listening and has disconnected any day, you can start up and start uh, investing in your kids' lives. So it's not over. Get back in there. You're missing out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to hear somebody now that is absolutely 100% invested in his family. Uh, Kerry Casey has, uh, I don't remember how many kids, but he's got nine grandchildren. And he talked with Jim Daly and me about ways he's learned to be a blessing to his extended family. Kerry, a lot of grandfathers may have the goal of relaxing and playing golf and enjoying uh, entertainment later in life. How do you become intentional as a grandfather when the grandkids come to visit? It's an investment. And it's just like we go to work, we make money. That's wonderful. But the investment in your own children, my children will be my children until I go to glory. Hopefully I'll leave before them. But there's another part of that great investment. It's called grandchildren. And that's the investment in the Casey family that I must make. I cannot just coast, put it on autopilot. These are some of the greatest years that I will have to continue to build my parents Uh, the heritage that I received from them, and then continuing their legacy. You look at our Christmas card, well, Christmas time, we make Home Alone look like a joke. (laughs) I mean, in our home. But thinking about when I'm gone, it -hmm. seemed like yesterday that my dad and mom were here. Dad and Coach Tom Landry, the Cowboys, I used to work there. They passed on the same day, February 12, 2000. But here it is. They have been gone 17 years. It seems like yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I have to work with the heritage that I've received and that investment. And you mentioned the word model. Young people need to see it. The culture needs to see it today. No matter how dysfunctional or whack we say this America is, we have some great, great options. And that is the family and what you all have been doing for years. But that grandparenting, it's going to a whole nother level for me with those nine bambinos. You know, one of the things, I didn't have grandparents. Uh, I never knew my grandparents. But um, I remember the Hope family who led my mom to the Lord. They Mm. were surrogate grandparents. I remember we'd go over there at Christmas time. Uh, they didn't live far from us, but mm. we were taken in as part of the family, and they treated us like that. Mm. Uh, they had two sons that were my oldest brother's age. and uh, so. But I remember some of the fondest memories going over there to the Hopes and uh, 
Grandpa Hope. We even called him Grandpa Hope. He would sit in his chair out in his, he loved having a kind of an atrium with a garden in it. And he had a big recliner sitting there with checkers. Wow. And we'd come over and we'd sit there and he would just take everybody on in Uh checkers, including me, the little five-year-old. You know, he taught me how to play checkers. I'm sure he lost on purpose a couple of times (laughs) just to build me up. (laughs) And, but that's, what a grandparent does, especially a grandfather. You're totally because right. Because those grandkids are looking for that affirmation in all kinds of ways. Right. But even just playing checkers, walking to the park together, mm-hmm. maybe playing catch, if you can still do that physically. Yeah. Um, it seems like a grandfather has even more impact right. than a dad in that way. You have that wisdom. That's mm-hmm. what he had. He took something as simple as a game of checkers to literally help up raise up the next generation Mm. and that's wisdom and he knew that and you said he had the recliner he's just chilling (laughs) he's chilling all day all day (laughs) (laughs) and he's sitting there with the beautiful plants yeah enjoying nature yeah and as i've gotten older there were things that i thought as i even looked at my dad's body it's like i'm never gonna look like that right i mean but now I look in the mirror, oh my goodness, I'm my dad. And so my son, who has four wonderful children, I watch him. The more he comes over, the more he looks like me, dresses like me. And I'm supposed to be El Nerdo, but he's becoming just like me. My oldest son, Marcellus, who's 34. Yeah. But even Chance now, who's 20, came years later, he's listening more now. Well, Danny, it's uh, earlier you said it's not too late, and I love the story of playing checkers uh, as as a way to you know be with that next generation. Simple activities, just pick up something, do it with that child, with that grandchild. What are some other ideas for maybe the the grandparent who's feeling like, oh, I'm kind of missing it. I want to get back in the game. Yeah, uh, my dad's aunt brings her checkers board. When I read this, when I when I heard this. It, uh, it just reminded me of the, these moments with his aunt. She's in her 90s. She brings her checkers board and beats everyone in checkers. <laughs> <laughs> so she just loves it. Now, sometimes she does make up her own rules. But uh, I, I really, I've seen grandparents bring uh, chess into the mix and teach, teach kids chess and the importance of that. And, and they have fun doing that together. Uh, some grandparents write texts to their grandkids specific to each of the grandkids with quotes and jokes and and just notes of reminder of how much they love them. Uh, I've also seen grandparents carve out like a weekend uh, and take one grandkid out Mm -hmm. or they've done some breakfast times with their grandkids. The key is to just be creative and to know each of the grandkids and to speak their love language. And we'll be talking, I'm sure, more about love languages on the show. Uh, But that's, that's important for a grandparent to learn. What is a special, a special thing that my grandkid loves, mm-hmm. and how do I meet them there and invest in them? If you have the time to think that through, write them down, maybe on a journal so you don't forget, and then have that be your playbook on how you connect with each grandchild. No, that's great. And, uh, and certainly we heard some uh, enthusiasm from Kerry Casey. He has written a whole book uh, about reaching that next generation uh, as you can. It's called Championship Grandfathering. And we're making that available for a one-time gift or monthly pledge of any amount to the ministry today. It's a great resource, and it touches on so many different things uh, that you can uh, just stop, take pause, reflect on. 
uh, internalize and then give back to and, and really pour into the lives of your grandkids. Championship Grandfathering by Carrie Casey. Stop by the website. We've got the link in the show notes. Make a donation, and we'll send that book to you. Uh, and we'd recommend that you, when you're there at the website, take our free parenting assessment or that you nudge your kids, your adult kids who are parents, to take that. Uh, the parenting assessment has been completed by thousands and thousands of moms and dads. It's just a few minutes of your time. You'll walk away with a better understanding of where your strengths are and maybe uh, an area or two of growth for you. It's free, takes just a few minutes. It's the parenting assessment, and we'll link over to it in the show notes. More from Carrie Casey next time. And for now, on behalf of Danny and the entire staff, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. <music>